Hey everybody, I'm V. I'm Shari. And this is Love Hate Debate Maths Edition. Episode 28, Dinner Party. <gasps> favourite day of the week, people. It is our absolute fave, isn't it? And I still actually thought it was a day early, but um, we got there in the end. <laughs> so, so for regular listeners, what did I tell you? We have mm. to remind Shari. <laughs> what day it is. And and guess what? Because my mum is staying with me while we're kind of half homeless because of the floods, yeah. she um, literally had an arrangement and changed it because she said, oh, no, it's not till tomorrow. And then they've rung back and said, yes, it is. And then my sister has laughed herself stupid and said, you've caught it off Shari. So we're oh. both now... Got the Maybe days it's wrong. genetic. Um, well, no, she never had it before. It's oh, just she not, didn't. It's, no, it's just rubbing off from being with me. I think so. There you go. That is so funny. I have influence. It's just not not in any sort of thing that you could really want or need. <laughs> mm. Which, speaking of nothing we want or need, um, we started with a bad kiss on the um, beach for Mark and Ning, and that's something we really wouldn't want. One of those closed lips. Um, it's like. Kids when they're pretending to kiss, you know what I mean? It was that kind of kiss. Did you notice? Oh, I was running a few minutes late, so oh, I missed that. It was they were on the beach and they were doing this kiss and they were trying to make it look really, you know, when you move your head, but their lips, I think, were closed. Oh. So I was just was like, that sort of more Hollywood, you know, old oldie schooly type? Yes, of Hollywood? totally Hollywood kiss. Okay. Yeah. So we just saw that and I was like, oh, it doesn't on, look good. On some measures. They are moving along really nicely. He is. He's really moving along, but the kiss, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't the See, best. I think I think for her glacial pace is what she needs. She wants to move at, and yeah. I mean, this is so full on. When you think about it, like in five weeks or six weeks or whatever it is. You do move from like literally having never met this person. But if it's the right person, five weeks can be more than enough. Of course. You know? If it's the right person, like one week, mm. I mean, you might find out later on that they're an axe mover, but still, you <laughs> at least know that you're like attracted to them, you know, whereas she does not yeah. seem attracted. But, anyway. but I think she, she almost seems like she wants to be attracted or she is attracted, but she's wanting to deny it somehow or she's he's growing on her like moss you know I can't tell which because yeah. you think it's one and then she sort of slips back to another one you think oh no it's that so yeah all those options and more but I don't know which one it is no but I do think she's actually grown on me and I did say tonight you can sort of see where her girlfriends you, you know because to attract nice girlfriends and she seemingly has lovely girlfriends yeah you got to be a good chick although yeah. although yeah. susie's mm-hmm. got girlfriends and but anyway yeah but we really didn't get to know them whereas we've yes. met we've met uh, ning's girlfriends a couple of times and they were very sage in their advice and we liked them that's right we did we liked yes. them and yeah. and i think to have friends like that sort of spoke volumes to me and then I feel as though with Ning, she just, you know, tonight I just went, oh, actually, I think I could like her, you know, like she's. I know, definitely she's, like her. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm sad that she started off on such a bad foot, but I just hope yeah. she can get her shit together. That's all. So yeah. anyway, the bad kiss and it wasn't, it was, I mean, I'm sure she knows how to kiss. I think it's still a bit of a mark issue, but he looks so oh. happy that you can't tell him, can you? No, and look, if someone was coming at me and I knew they were stabby tongue, I would definitely be closed mouth. Yeah, well, well, I think I reckon that's what it is that the stabby uh, tongue, maybe it's old habits die hard, but oh, 
Anywho, um, next thing, we jumped over to Mick and Jess, who um, um, she thinks that they're back on track to becoming friends um, because of her great acting with the you are amazing, you are wonderful, you are fabulous, you're, you know, incredible, you're amazing, you're wonderful. Uh And he reckons she's done and dusted. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is... Mm. It's it's interesting to watch, isn't it? But of course, we know the back story, so yeah. it's just like, come on, let's get on with the yes. what's going to happen next. But we did see um, Dan messaging Jess while Tam does her um, makeup maquillage, um, and and one thing that I thought was really interesting was that um, Dan said that he's you know he's an honest guy. Um, and I'm going to be straight out honest with you. You know, I'm just not attracted to Tam. But when she drops that persona and is a bit more womanly, I'm attracted to her. What does that mean? What the fuck does that mean, V? A bit more womanly. This is my guess. When when she's letting me have my way with her, yes. a, a bit more womanly. Let's the leg go over. Mm. It's really one-dimensional, isn't it? He just sees women as like a, a cardboard cutout. And, I mean, I'm not normally on the feminist rant or anything at all. I'm just like, oh, just do everyone do what you want to do. But he is like, like he, his opinion of girls is very strange. It's I think. juvenile. That's... I mean, a bit more womanly. I thought it might have meant that when he, she just agrees to whatever he wants to do, which is basically oh, yeah. have sex all the time. Yeah, well, same difference. Yes, we exactly. Up, we end up. Yeah, horizontal. But the way he describes it as being more womanly rather than just uh, loosening up a bit or something, but being more womanly, it's like, is this like the rules? You know, that thing from the, like the 1950s dating behaviour? Has he read that book or something? Well, I, yeah, <laughs> either that or he's seen it in action at some yeah. stage with his own family or whatever and that's what he sees as, oh my God. as the way to go. But it is really one-dimensional. It is really juvenile. Like he sounds like. I mean, and I mean, when he says womanly, I'm sure he's thinking that he's trying to sound a bit highbrow. But at the end of the day, we all know what he means. I nearly like I was having a luxa at the time, and it nearly came out my nose. Like it was a snort, like really? oh, because I was just like, what? Yeah. Anyway, Dude, so stop. then, then we go to Jules and Cam, and we yeah. did you catch this bit? Had you, had you got home by then? No, not home yet. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'll describe. It's fine. We'll describe the action. Jules and Cam. He's loving the the new digs. You know, they're going for a bit of a walk by all the boats and everything. He's feeling richy rich. And then she's got a bottle of champagne and wants <gasps> to sort of ask him something. This is where I came in. And right. so you're assuming that. Well, at first I thought, oh, she's going to propose. Then I remembered they're actually, they've already got the married thing. They're already married. But they already discussed living together <laughs> an ep- episode me. or two ago. So she decides to ask him if they're going to live together. And I'm thinking, talk about a freaking anticlimax. Haven't we already had this discussion? Uh, yes, I think they had, but I think she wanted to lock it down. Right. That, that was that conversation. Well, later mm. in the episode, um, Mel, I think, said that they'd been um, – going backwards, back and forth about um, where they're going to live and where sort of argue. Yeah. And I thought, hang on a minute, you're only seeing the dinner party and the um, commitment ceremony the like we are. How the you know that? How do you know that? We haven't seen that no, at all. I haven't seen that, no. So I call bullshit on that and and just in general because that was annoying. Well, what were the options? Her $3 million <laughs> pad or living with his mum and dad? Oh, I don't know. That That's so was? hard. That is the toughest. Gee, I don't know. 
you can, t- you can tell the, the dilemma that he's got. Because you know what this reminds me of? Like he's almost like the, the girl in this relationship. He almost is. Fa- feigning like he doesn't want to live in a three million dollar house. That's hat. right. Oh, come on. You know, just give me another tickle and I might come and live with That's you. That's right. Fine. But, and he probably likes being at home with the shrine room too because it's a, a good memory every time he walks <laughs> through it. Of, you know, how adored he is by the yeah. family, all his crickety achievements and his cricketing yeah. and cricketness, which we don't appreciate. Well, I don't anyway, but um, good on your mate. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we just had that and I thought that was an odd little – it was just to give him something to do, I think, wasn't so it? So did you – yeah, quite possibly. But did you notice that she was quite physically up in his grill? So he was sort of sitting back on the concrete whatever by yeah. the ocean, by the river. Whatever. Mm. Water. Uh, water, yeah. <laughs> Body of water. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was probably the harbour, was it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> that, thing, that little bit of water in Sydney. That's that, right. Yeah, it's hard whatever. To, you know why? Every time they take a shot of that, um, we turn to each other and go, we are so lucky to live in this country. That has got to be one of the most beautiful entry shots to a city ever I just love that Sydney shot but you know what it does to me and I'm normally Mm. quite happy with my little life and everything and living up in our tropical happiness yeah whenever I see Sydney and I think who are all those people that have got that much more money than me by about a billion like how (laughs) how, is it fair that people wake up to that view every day and I'll never ever like it's just I'm not happy with that I know we can be jelly we've jelly about it yeah Yeah. absolutely but yeah yeah, so they're sitting there and he's sort of leaning back like having his little champagne Mm. and she's sort of like physically right up in his grill now. Do you want to move in with me? When are you going to move in with yeah. me? And I was like, oh, like you just just calm your farm love. Like I feel as though like the minute the show is over, she wants those eggs fertilised. Thanks very much. Yeah, and I think also there is no way she wanted to be moving. So she that was a clincher for her. Not so much the um, do you want to have kids, but um, do I not have to move because I'm not going to be moving because I love my freaking apartment. Yeah. Mm. So. <sighs> Oh, but you're going to have to clear space for him and I'd just love to see what knickknacks and trinkets she allows because it won't oh, be good. This morning memorabilia will be yes. in the storage garage downstairs. If That's he wants my... to put one, well, in the lounge room, like, you know, some no, cr- framed no. cricket jumper no. in yellow and, and green, which, of course, the it's green and happening. gold, the worst colour combination on the living planet. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel for her already. It's Australian gold, my friend. Yes. <laughs> yellow, yellow and green. Um, so anyway, then we popped over to Billy, who's feeling a little bit repentant for um, losing his shit the night before. But he did say that he's an only child and so he loves his alone time. So he's sitting there just loving the not being berated by, you know, instead of the loving single mum that he was raised by that horror Susie show. Oh, speaking of which, well, Susie. Speak, huh? Speaking of Susie. Yes. We, we have had contact uh, from a person who's actually going to join uh, our research team. Yes. In a special black ops yes. uh, <laughs> area. And we're going to call them Re- Researcher X. Researcher uh, X because they will not. to Lawyer X. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, they will not be named. He no. Or she will not be named. That's right. Um, but we have it on very good authority from Researcher X um, that Susie definitely owns the property at Jimboomba. And, in fact, not only does she have that property, that she actually has two others. So the girl is set up. She's financially set up. 
And how the fuck do you do that on a um aged care nursing or whatever she is wage? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. Well, you mm. would imagine there's been some time off you for to have the baby, baby. Yes. So that's a fair bit of high too. high cash turnover in um a short time, perhaps. <laughs> but anyway, I yes. love the fact we put the call out for some dirt on any of the contestants, and boy, did did it deliver. And also, um, that she she's a bit of a good time girl or a party girl. Is that what there, we there, say? Yes, there was, and of course, allegedly, this is all allegedly, yes, and for entertainment purposes only. Arrow. However. Yeah. <laughs> However, Researcher X um, yes. also Love your on, work. on good authority that, uh, that yes, Susie has been a bit of a party gal mm. and also spent some time living in Darwin. And Darwin is like the outpost of Australia where everyone who's either running from something or or, or, or the witness relocation program goes to party, basically. So, well, yes, that was that was definitely part of Research X's report. Mm. Is that uh, when allegedly when, when the <laughs> hubby left, she's uh, yeah Splitsville and gone up to Darwin for a period of time. Mm. Uh, and yeah, massive party girl. Uh, is, so, well, thanks, Research X, because we freaking love the inside intel. And if anyone else has any goss and doesn't want to be named, that's no problem. Just message us. We will give you a, um, a fabulous pseudonym, um, suitably um, numbered or, or lettered, and um, you can your secrets can be safe with us and our podcasting family. Oh, absolutely. And mm. I can tell you this is A-grade stuff from Research Absolutely. So we've set a very, very high bar, very much appreciated. Yes. So love, love, love your work. Keep it coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think there were some other little bits and bobs in there, but I will I will check that yes. um, and before I we, quote Research X. And we don't work. want to give away any, um, any um, mitigate, what is the word, um, any identifying uh, oh, information. No. So completely de-identified. That's so, right. But yes. uh, no, that was uh, the best bit of um, message today. Oh, and, it was uh, great. And anybody like... in Darwin, I think the shout-out needs to go to Darwin. Yes, I believe there's got to be something, something happening up there. So it'd be great to get some Darwin info. Yes, if you've been, if you've been, yeah, Susie Bar, a a bar fly that watched her in action, we'd love to hear about it. But um, yes, so uh, Billy thinks he should have acted better to her mates. Um, And we actually had melancholy piano music for those of you interested in the uh, closed captioning that I'm still watching. Love it. It's the best. It's so good. Um, and but he did say I'm for the dinner party. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. And I'm thinking, what? And then he said, but I'm preparing for the worst. Like, what's the best in his mind? Like, surely, <laughs> surely he doesn't still want to be with this chick. Like, really? Oh, the best. The best that boy can hope for is not to be yelled at, criticised, <laughs> or put down. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. And not have his balls insulted. Oh, oh, oh but was that the same period of time where they went back, <laughs> sorry, to last night uh, to his little um, hissy oh, fit? No, it's coming up. Because, okay. Uh, yeah, because I actually wrote something about that because uh, after what you said <laughs> about funny. him, yeah, we'll get to that. But Okay. Then we pop over to um, Mick who um, reckons it's like the John Farnham farewell tour that he's, you know, keeps getting ready to go and it's like <laughs> back again. 
but he was all scrubbed up. And, um, <laughs> Excuse me. He Sorry. actually looked, and I think I said at the very beginning when he was all the woolly hair and the freaking flannel shirt and the work, didn't I say that don't they do that on some shows so that they can kind of, like a bit like on like Biggest Loser or whatever, so that at the end there can be the makeover and the reveal. And I feel like sure. they thought he's going to leave, so we better like do the final, you know, the, the oh the final reveal reveal before he goes because otherwise we right. thought Jess would like be tra- tain, uh, you know, sort of training him to look kind of more metro. But that's never going to happen now, so we better just throw everything at him, <laughs> everything, and then say yeah, that's it, thanks, mate. So <coughs> excuse me, yeah, he's still. Yeah. For me, yeah, it was still very ordinary. And the fact that he, you know, he claims that to be a big effort, you know, <laughs> oh, this is as good as it's going to get kind of stuff. And, and yeah. he did also say, he said that Jess hasn't put in any effort. Mm. Um, over, and I know he's not talking about sort of the way that she presents herself, but I, I just think that when he came out of the box however many weeks ago yes. and claimed he's almost proudly never put any, any, you know, effort into a relationship. Well, we only got that off the cheat sheet, though, which was in a oh, trashy, trashy mag. But we believe it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's gospel. Yep. I'm sure New Idea and Woman's Day have never lied about anything ever. Allegedly those magazines, we, yes. You yes. could have, it may have been Any magazine. Those, may not have been. Yeah, that's right. No <laughs> idea, I like to call it. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, but he was, I mean, he was the guy who said, Yep, never put any effort into That's any right. relationships. And now here he is after five weeks on national television saying, yeah, she never put in any effort. He's oh, going to be trying it for some re- gardening spot on a reality show <laughs> or some freaking thing now. Really? Okay. Do, well, you do we just... really need to see any more of that? No, we quit? don't. But I love no, the way he's all, he's all dressed up and he's like, you can polish a turd, you know, like he's still yeah. as classy as ever. But then she... Is laying it, Jess is laying it on so thick that, you know, after the compliment vomit the other night where she just couldn't stop, straight away, you look like a male model, you look like a million dollars. It's like, like, if you're trying to kind of bullshit, like, yeah, no, that's not the way to go about it to arouse major suspicion, you know. Yes, yeah, you're allegedly. Right. I mean, I don't know. I haven't actually done that, but I'm just thinking that you wouldn't be going, you wouldn't be laying it on that thick. But she's clearly unaware that it's just sounding ridiculous. Yes, yeah, the pendulum has swung. Yeah, <laughs> but but anyway, she is excited for Dan, and she is thinking about her own needs now, and she would like some future plans. Whereas, um, and then we sort of cut to Dan. I think saying that if he walked in a bar. He would go straight to Jess, and uh, but mm-hmm. that after he has a bit of a chat with her tonight, um, she might not turn out to be his kind of chick at all. So, and then straight away after saying that, then says, "Hey, oh, you look good," you know. So he's like playing both of them literally, at, you know, at the same time. So yeah, well, I gather that there's this bit of a plan to keep everybody nicey nicey, so that yes. we can stay here another week. Yes, but they still almost say like he's kind of doing the line that he's, he respects Cam and doesn't want to hurt her and Jess is kind of doing the line that, well, she she comes up with hers later and I think she suddenly thinks of it and it's like it's a freaking beauty but it's way too late. But uh, but then we um, popped in on Heidi and Mike and this killed me, this scene, the right. kiss. Did you see that? Oh, so, my lordy. Yes, I did. Go fuck. on. Explain away because that was amazing. Oh, <laughs> so Mike is being very tender as he's been, seems to be in the last couple of weeks and goes to give her a kiss and she stops him and says, is that is that an, going to be an industrial kiss or a loving one? And he's just like, oh, 
you know, how to sort of stop the momentum. Well, it, you know, it, it's not going to be, is it going to be an industrial one or a loving one? I was like, what the fuck is an industrial kiss? What is she, like yeah. everything has a, a right and wrong to her. Yeah, and she, well, the fact that she needed to stop him in that moment. I know. But what's really an industrial rough. kiss? Does I, that mean there's no meaning behind it? Yeah, look, I Have you ever I heard understand, that? No, I, that's got clearly her word. But I understand the inference or the meaning is, you know, that it's just like machinery, like, you know, he's a pet doing it. kind of thing. But once No, not necessarily a, like the physical peck, but I think she's talking about the um, feeling oh, behind God. it. So is, is this just um, because, oh, I don't know. My I, brain's I, exploding with that girl, seriously. Yeah, look, I, I understand that. But I think... He, he, we're not saying a lot of it, but you know what I picked up very early on is that he um, he can be manipulative, and people some uh, okay. So my observation would be that sometimes when the manipulation is there, it'll be a kiss just to shut her up. Well, I would too if I was him. I'd be pashing her so she never freaking spoke again because yeah. it's like, will you shut the fuck up? And had a killer mood too by, oh. you know, debating the kind of kiss it's about and she to was be. putting her hands in the way of his I face know. just oh, having the kiss. It's yeah. like that girl, as we, as you said, I think you used the term, she's a punish and that mm. there is no better term. So I was very happy to leave there because I cannot stand it. And mm. uh, I think at that point <gasps> mum did he... her shopping list for tomorrow because she she um, said, I can't, can't stand. Oh, tuned out. Thank you, but, Paula. But, yes, shopping but list time. Was that when he was chopping up fruit with no shirt on? Oh, he was ironing, I think, and he had the freaking those oh. two lines that that I love, those two Oh, so I thought lines. he was chopping something up. Right. <clears throat> That's what I was going to say. Oh. The the dude is cut. Oh, yeah. Like, well, we knew that already. I mean, yeah, she... no, but I had his particular look tonight. Yeah, so. no, it was pretty, it's pretty it was impressive. A view. Yeah. Yes. I think it's the laughing yoga. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go and do a class. I think I need to do some laughing and yoga at the same time because if that's what happens, my God, belly be gone. Oh, yes. Well, mm. particularly for a man of a certain age. You I know. know. It's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Pretty good. Yep. So um, I'll then back to a little pop-in with Ning and Mark, um, sort of Ning's saying she can't wait to spread the feels when she gets to the dinner party, you know. So See, and this is one of those things, Shari. I'm just confused. Very confusing because to me that is I have the love, we have the love, let's go and share the love. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, you know, and then when people pay attention to the love because they mm. walk in holding hands, it's like, oh, yeah, don't pay attention to me. Yeah. So, and I don't know, I don't think that's an act. I think she genuinely does not want the focus on that. Maybe. On I mean, I find it as a viewer so baffling. I feel for the poor dude because, I yeah. mean, how could you make sense of that sort of yeah. hot cold? But You, you know. can't make sense of nonsense, no. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should be engraved on something and, you know, wall-mounted. <laughs> you can't make sense of nonsense. I'm going to use that, like, is just annoying me from now on. I You're love welcome. that. Was that a parental one? No, no. Oh, I love it. You can't make sense <laughs> of nonsense. nonsense. Can you do a Facebook post of that one, please, because I think you should have the bright pink background. That's worthy. Anyway. Okay. we'll do. <laughs> That's my action item from tonight. Yes, exactly. Post it note. Um, so then we had Susie who said she felt funny getting ready on her own, but then this this thing she says, this term of speech, 
she says it a lot and it's right. now driving me spare, which is if I'm honest, I'm not looking forward to seeing him. It's like this if I'm honest thing. She said that sort of since we met her, but only probably once a night, but now it's cum- it's like accumulated and I'm right. so over it. This if I'm honest thing. It's like, well, freaking you're a dickhead. We don't care if you're honest or not really. I can't stand her. And it is a fun I, – I think it's a funny turn of phrase anyway. If I'm honest. If, I think, is that a pommy thing? Is that a pommy uh, – you, know you know they say you're right when you, um, when you meet them and – like you're right. Is if I'm honest, is that that same area of I don't know where it is. Is it North London or no. something? Yeah, well, someone might be able to help us out. But yes, if somebody can advise us, that would yes. be awesome. I feel like that's a, a, a phrase from a certain part of England. But when she says it, it's just like, but we don't care if you're honest or not because you're an absolute cow. So really, who cares? But when it, when somebody says if I'm being honest, I think okay, so should I assume everything before that point was dishonest? And exactly. Now I it's confusing because you're saying now now you're being honest. Great. I don't get it. Well, then, um, then Billy, he's back. We're back at his home, and he then they do the show reel for his audition tape for Home and Away, basically, because it's it's all his little speeches one after the other, <laughs> and the one where he does the stuff up, which you <laughs> noted so well in his big speech at her uh, place at the girls' ho- uh, Susie's homestay. Yeah, and he fucks up his lines, but he plows on like the trooper that he is. The show must go on instead of saying, "Oh, cut! Can we do it again?" <laughs> And I just love it because it's each time you see it, it's like, oh, and you can just tell him thinking, oh, I've blown the audition. Oh, and I'm sure the director must be going, let's oh. just play it again, Sam. Like, but I'm thinking Home and Away will be, you know, the um, the poorer for his absence, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so but, oh, this the is when... without playing the music? Yeah, so yeah. at this point, V texts me at home because she knows I've got the close captioning on because mum's hard of hearing and says, um, what kind of music is playing right now? And I've said straight back, quirky music because that's what they had when like so they're not even taking him seriously <laughs> no. like it's everyone else gets dramatic music like that's the what they put on the screen dramatic music and and billy gets quirky and what did you say it was like a circus well that was so actually lara picked that up the night before she yes. said when everybody else is doing their march out scene <laughs> they're playing this sort of <laughs> rah, 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 music. Rah, rah, rah. And, Angry music, and for yeah. him she said it's it's like they're not taking him seriously. I said, not. Not, it's not like they're not taking him seriously. They're definitely not taking him seriously. And it was almost a I know. I know. And when when I saw because like literally every piece of music on TV they put a descriptor on it and it's yeah. just fantastic to see what they are. And I thought, what is what are they gonna and because it's always a bit behind, it comes up quirky freaking music. So I loved it. And then Billy's like, I'm nervous to see her. So, you know, I thought, yeah, I'm nervous just for you in general, mate. Oh, like, I think they call that PTSD, don't they? I think yeah. it'll, just be, it'll be like the bomb's about to go off again. Oh, be terrible. Yeah, exactly. But he is a bit remorseful about his behaviour and it does sound like he's actually what? trying to salvage something. So who knows? He's all over the shop. All over the shop. See, I think, unfortunately, poor, poor Billy... <clears throat> he's not very bright, okay, I've said it. Oh, allegedly, me, <laughs> allegedly, shit. Come on, we've got, we can't be sued. We've got, we haven't got two bob to rub between us, so, you know, allegedly. <laughs> what 
are they going to do? I mean, I would love to hear. I mean, he's not going to mince her anytime soon, poor darling. Oh, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. This is the journal with me coming out now. Allegedly. Yes. But he's clearly, he he clearly struggles with it. Can you say allegedly whenever you're giving him something about his mental, (laughs) mental, uh, his, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Intellect. Intellect. His alleged <laughs> intellect. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. So can we not? <laughs> Actually, you know what we do need as part of our new uh, team, a team on a love beep. hate debate? No, a we what? actually need an in-house lawyer. Yeah, we do. Anyone got any pro bono work they want to do? Because we're like, honestly, we won't trouble the keeper hardly ever. But just in case <laughs> anyone out there who's. In the legal fraternity, we would love to hear from you and we promise it will be rare. But, <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. might be necessary. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, poor old Billy struggles a bit in that department, allegedly. Yeah. We can say sandwich short of a picnic, can't we? Actually, he's not even that. He's not even that. He's just, he's just allegedly, he's just um, super emotional, isn't he? No, super emotional and sensitive. Right. Oh. No, he's not. No. He's just not. And I think, you know, when he's saying stuff like, you know, he's sort of um, about where it might go from here. Oh, or no. No, I don't. No. I, I, all I think is what if his mum was listening? Sorry, Billy's mum, because I know you love him. We all do. But just... Yeah, but you know when your kids aren't bright. Yeah. Oh, well, see, I don't know. But you, you yeah, right, okay. So you, you'd admit it to your mates over a couple of vinos, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolute. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, she's proud of his punch of him and there's nothing going away about that. Mm. Um, mm. You know, he can do a nude photo. Oh, that's right. So, he's rock and bod, for, exactly. even though he's short, allegedly really short. But, you know, that's okay. I think that's a point, of, a point of data. You don't have to say allegedly when he's really short. Do you short. think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit paranoid. A bit paranoid. But anyway, yeah, so well, he's got people that love him, clearly. So this is all that counts. It's all it counts, just not Susie, not Susie. No, sorry. <sighs> That's all right. Well, anyway, <laughs> you're all right. Then, um, then we, uh, we go over to Nick. Now, this whole thing, he sort of left without much fanfare. It would all look very organised. Um, but he hopes that Cyril comes straight over to him when he gets there and he said he'll still get her drinks because, you know, she puts all this. Excuse me. <laughs> you're all right, you're choking. Yeah, no, oh, <gasps> But you know how Cyril puts such great store in the fact that he gets her a drink because she likes to be treated like, you know, the sort of the traditional role, which I'm sure comes straight from the folks. But um, so he said, I'm still going to get her a drink, you know, and I'm wearing my ring because we're still married. Um, And then we go to Cyril, who's now, she's not upset at her brother. She's upset at freaking Nick for not fighting for not fighting for this relationship. And I'm thinking she didn't fight for it. She just walked back into the house. She wasn't even crying. Mm. So for her, it's all about fighting to prove how much you love her. And that must be the parental again, seeing the folks, having the big blue, maybe the mum gets, maybe the mum gets a bit quiet and the dad has to beg and plead for her to talk to him again or something Mm. like that. Mm. But it's like, this is some kind of learned behavior that is fucked up. Like, yes. Totally. Yes. Totally. And he doesn't know the rule. Like Nick doesn't know the rules to this family's dynamic, and he's just not doing the playing the parts that she's expecting him to play. So she's permanently disappointed. Look, I think even if he did uh, know and understand what their little you know um, expectations are, mm. he would he wouldn't want to play the game anyway. 
Yeah. Because they, you know, you don't want to have to fight all the time. And I do think there is a there's a passion thing that she feels as, as though he's not he's not being passionate enough about their relationship in that he's not actually fighting from yeah. a passion perspective, but because she equates fighting with like yeah, exactly, passion and emotion and it means you love me and and I suppose they have you make up afterwards, there's all that, but he's just he's not into that. No, and nor should he be. He's got too no. much going on for himself to do exactly. to do that. And and you know, he he's um he's assertive without being aggressive. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he'd be so good for her, but she's just not really. She does not seem to be um, picking up on what everyone's putting out. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So we get to the dinner party, and again, like, guess who's first? Oh, um, you know mm, what? What? So you've got Lara onto this now. <coughs> Excuse me. So literally, she said, "She said Lara's I, V's daughter." Everyone who's yes. wondering, yes, yes. So I, she said, "I bet you it's going to be Cam and Jules first. Mm-hmm. And and then she said, and I bet you it's gonna. I bet you the other two couples are Heidi and Mike. Mike and who are the who was the Michael other? Michael and Martha. And Mike, like she literally picked the three of them. <sighs> Lara, I'm loving your in in uh, what is it? Intuition, intuition, loving it. Yes, because I, I did actually stop when I was laughing at my system still coming to life. But um, <clears throat> that Jules is um, she just looked beautiful tonight. She's so pretty, and that colour. I love the mauve dresses. They seem to flatter everyone. So, bit of a bit of a um, tip out there. Mauve is flattering. It looked really, really. She looked gorgeous. Well, particularly for girls with that color, kind of coloured hair, like the red... yeah. But it looked good on. Remember, um, was it Jess had a mauve dress on the other night? It looked beautiful on her, and she's blonde. It's very yes. flattering. Yeah, but it's a certain so shade that. of mauve that they've got yes. going at the moment. <clears throat> but can we just do fashion? So we'll do those three couples. Yes. Because what the fuck was Cam doing wearing a white suit? By and the, way? the experts chimed straight in and said, "Ooh, doesn't he look suave? And I'm like, what? He looks mm. like he's about to sell some cars on the Gold Coast or something. Mm. I don't know yeah. what was going on there. Yeah, just big cross right over the top of that. Sorry, move on. But I think Jules <laughs> dressed him. I think this is her. She's she's oh, she's definitely providing go, wardrobe. I to go with the depart uh, with the apartment. The apartment. Yeah, yeah, she's apartment dressing. She's like window dressing her partner to go. With, yeah. Yep. He'll have boat shoes on in two seconds. If you didn't already, I didn't notice the shoes. Did you see? No, for mine, they could have been big clown shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I wish they were. That would be hilarious. Yes. Uh, Anyway. Well, so then Martha and Michael came in next and I've just written ha, 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 because she will be freaking spewing. Spewing. She knows what that means. That girl is all over likes and how many followers you've got. And so she knows that that means death by maths. You know, yeah. third third couple in. It's just no no nothing to um write home about. But I'm gathering uh, that there's a bit of strategy in her dressing to mm. try and up the likes because we could see her underwear. Yeah, I, did I thought not Mike, like that at all. Well, I liked Michael's shirt, and the judges actually sort of said, "What have, what have they got on or something?" And I'm thinking, well, he he always looks good. Like, I mean, yeah, it's I'm just not a the, fan of that shit shirts he wears. Well, I'm, I'm not a fan, but when you get him away from her, when he's just on his own and he's sort of on a couch, he yeah. does look a bit photo shooty, a bit editorially. So I don't mind it. It's just that. Yeah, she sort of, I don't know, I think she tries to kind of make them complimentary if it's her, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a bit of couple dressing going on yeah. there. But, but literally we're having a dinner party 
I don't want to see you for JJ. Thanks very much. <laughs> I don't know. Is oh, it's very Kardashian. Oh, it's so Kardashian. And I mean, that's clearly her, Come you know, yeah. role modules. But the other fashion uh, piece today was mm. when Heidi walked in mm. and actually Lara sort of screamed out. She said, is that a horse brooch she's wearing? <laughs> I and didn't I, see that. Yeah. And I don't even know whether it was a horse, I think slash unicorn so there was something there was a brooch and it was a bit weird yeah well see I sort of she's like I I, I draw the veil down when when anything to do with Heidi's happening sort of at the moment so I'm like yep yep next so I didn't see her fashion yes I don't think it's it's not intentional I just I I seem to block it out but uh but um Michael and Martha straight away Mm. Michael's launched straight into the successful homestay where the uncles all gave him the rating and and that they all gave him a 10 which Martha sort of I think actually made a bit of a joke she does seem to have a good sense of humor when she's not being so precious Mm. and sort of said that she'd probably only get a six or an eight or a six or something which I thought was funny but the experts said something interesting which was uh no wonder she's got these high standards because they they sit around a table and rank you but I don't think they'd do it if it wasn't tens you know what I mean if they weren't all liking him I don't think they would have said oh let's give him a score I think they only did it because they were giving each other the look of like are we like him we like him yeah Yeah. and it was that that affirmation the positive affirmation but not just for him if Martha Adani opened her eyes they were also saying he's a good one Mm. you know um we could see him here with the family but I don't know I get the sense that him being a 10 for her family means that he's gone to it down to about five for her I don't know. All I thought was that they were basically saying, you can go, Martha, we'll just have him, like leave him here and you can go and go and do whatever it is you want to do and find whoever you want to find. We're keeping him. Yeah, so he's a keeper. The family's decided and I'm hoping they've got influence and can make her see. Though yeah. she did sort of say that she's, she's, you know, finding that more and more, she's finding it more appealing. She's a slow burner, this girl, for some reason. Well, I do like, uh, I did like the fact that Michael launched into that story because why wouldn't you if you've got, yes. you know, Tens from the family and it was a moment for him, I think, you know, yeah. saying, yeah. yeah, they actually, it was really positive because it's got to be very overwhelming, particularly with a big family like that. And so many blokes there, like it's five lots. billion uncles. Yeah. But also like if he was all, you know, the whole time he's been feeling a bit like Martha's a bit better than him. Yes. And I think, yeah, that would have been awesome seal of yes. approval. Yeah. And yeah. so I thought that take was that. Yeah. Yeah. So loving, loving that at the moment. Then Jules, of course, comes out and, and steals his thunder by saying, Cam's moving in with me. And um, Okay. Mm. Bizarre, don't you think? Totally. Like, what's already was happening. I mean, we already know that. And that's when the experts said, oh, they've been debating it, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, and forwards. Backwards and forwards. Yeah. Like when? But it was just the where she placed that in the conversation. Mm. Yes. I thought that was really obtuse and unnecessary and a bit gloaty. Well, because we found out last week that she's super competitive. Well, she actually said that on their first uh, on their honeymoon when they were um, on the canoe or whatever. She did yeah. mention then, but when we knew about after the clay pigeon shooting, which still cracks me up, how <laughs> competitive she is. That I think that that um, uh, a happy couple they've been the happy couple this whole time, and she does not want someone else to be the happy couple more than them. So she's then right. launched in. You can imagine her at someone's wedding yelling out, we're engaged or something like that. This is what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Good pick. So then um, we just have sort of a little flash of Mike's nails because Cam's giving him the bit of the, you know, interrogation and um, 
very sweet. Sure. Um, and then Cam also says that um, Martha's glowing because, you know, she's and then she kind of, I think, said it was her makeup or, or she's smitten, one of the two. So that was sweet. Yeah, I like she gave him the two options and yes. one, one being her makeup was on fleek. On fleek. I love that. <laughs> yes. I don't like it when I like Martha, but I do like Martha. And we did love her at the start. We just didn't like her hanging around with Ines and Jess and making a mean girl trio. But yeah. maybe get her away from that and um, she's not so bad. Yeah. Um, and then Cyrell arrives and, oh, my God, she has come in like it's freaking she's got a get-out-of-jail-free card. But, you, you know? know, before that, when she's in the car, mm. I love this, this announcement where she says, tonight, whatever I think in my head, I'm just going to say. Because then I Lara know. pops up beside me and goes, fuck yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's just I mean, I like, just bring she, it on, Sarah. Well, I thought she's learnt so much from this experience, hasn't yeah. she? <laughs> like as soon as Nick's gone, Nothing. she's like, there's no holding back. And I think she's no. happy about it because she doesn't like being stifled. Yeah. But she... But then she described the story, and I love the way when they come one at a time that the first person there just gets in quickly and puts out their version of events so that the next person coming in walks into kind of like this wall of, you know, um, uh, uh, what's the word, um, this wall of disapproval kind of thing. So she's yeah. not only but not only saying that, you know, they're, they're not together anymore, but then starts singing, <coughs> you know, all the single ladies. And I thought that's pretty disrespectful because we've just seen him in the cab with his ring on saying he's going to be respectful. I know I was a bit upset at Cyril then. Yeah, and it was, you know, what was really interesting uh, with the <laughs> professionals, experts, and I love the fact, sorry, that some some people on social are calling them the judges. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure whether people have realised this is not a competition. But, but I suppose <laughs> that's probably the best because there's no other thing hey, to hey, call hey. them anymore. That's our role. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Fuck. We need this where we need our pro bono people. Come on now. We're going to sue. We're the judges. We are the judges. So, so the, uh, the judges said um, that she was really sad underneath all that. They got the yeah. sense that, yeah, this was a bit of bravado and that, yeah, that she was probably a bit sad. And they've got to know her, I but how time. do they know when they haven't seen anything in between? You know what I mean? If you only saw her walking in the yes. door doing that, how do they find, how do they sort of think she's oh, sad? Well, see, because I think but, they're bullshitters. Yeah, but they had to do, I mean, you, you saw Trish when she was, you know, taking everybody and sniffing shots at the start and, uh, you know, into her lab and they, they interviewed them and, you know, had multiple uh, meetings with them and stuff like that before they came on the show. So, yeah. I think they do have a sense of who these these people are. Yeah, well, when she did her bit of song and dance, I just wrote everyone shook or everyone's shook because no one was kind of laughing along with her. They were all just looking slack-jawed, open-mouthed, yeah. what's going on. And when she saw yep. she sort of didn't get the response, um, literally she sort of saw that and then um, uh, I think Ning and Mark arrived next to sort of take away the uh, – take the heat off her. Mm. But um, – yeah, so that was – I was, you know, a bit disappointed with Cyril for that. But as soon as Ning and Mark arrived, John thought they might have rooted. He said, oh, they might have had a bit of intimacy and trust. I couldn't <laughs> believe she got pipped at the post and didn't bring it up herself. She oh, must have. she looked stoked, didn't she? Oh, well, like I just wrote, can't contain herself. Like she's just, you know, jumping out of her skin at the thought there's been some intimacy. 
but yep. um but then Nick arrived so of course we couldn't um we couldn't really um delve into their their situation too much everyone was just shocked that they were holding hands and they looked pretty happy and Ning looked great in her dress um she's you know looks pretty fit gal and um yeah pretty nice and he you couldn't wipe the smile off his face Oh, it's so sweet. And I, again, like I think I've said it before about his uh, ensemble, I do love her. I think that that man of a certain age, you got the jeans, you got the um, sweater, you got oh, the shirt, looks good. college shirt underneath. I do, yes. I do like that look. And I think his hair's shorter than when it's when they started, and I'm liking it way more. He looks far more. Um, um, what's the word? Just, just better. He definitely looks better, which I think yeah. Ning's Ning's probably. She's a hairdresser. She would have literally had to have given him a bit of a trimo. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he looks the better for it. We don't yeah. like the woolly sides. Maybe it's just a reshaping. Yeah, probably. Mm. I think so. It uh, just cuts. Um, anyway. <laughs> Actually, just, cut, just Cuts should fucking uh, sponsor this show, the number they of mentions should. they've, they've got. They've had about 50 mentions. Is that weird? We, should have, we should have got organised, shouldn't we? <laughs> but anyway. Oh, if we, had, if we had a sponsorship officer who wanted to uh, oh, yeah, that's right. step into the team. Sure. Or anyone listening from Just Cuts, we have mentioned your salon many times, but we're not going to say where it is now until you sponsor us. Okay. Then, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Then, um, then we get... Uh, Nick, who's he's arrived, and um, mm. at the first thing he doesn't realise Cyril hasn't got a ring on, and he doesn't know that she's told this story. So the first thing he says to Jules, like, is to Jules, you know, did you notice Cyril's hair? Like she's had it done, it looks beautiful, you know. Um, he's such a sweetie. He is, and then he sort of, you know, I'm still wearing my ring, I'm keeping it respectful, and then is it Jules that says to him, she's not wearing her ring, or someone, someone, someone says. says, yeah. And then she was that she was singing all the singing yes. the ladies. Some Debbie Downer. And he is to freaking, point it out. That's right. But I mean, he needed to know, and he is gutted. Mm. And I thought that was just <gasps> the look on his face when he looked across and said, "Oh, she's not wearing her ring." Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that was horrible. But then they sort of went on and said, you know, that oh, she sort of said about all the single ladies. He's like, what? And then they quite tried to tone yeah. down a bit. But I mean, she sang. Oh, that you know, was Heidi and Michael. Yeah. 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 So that was like he's shook as well. So everyone's shook about all sorts of shit. And then Tam Dan walk in. Yes. Um, and Tam, I mean, I don't know. The girl, she's lovely, but like a bit of the billies maybe because she said that Dan's reassured her and that she's, you know, she, she's seen all this flirting and she still thinks that, um, you know, nothing's going on. She hasn't suspected anything, which I'm thinking – this is not going to do any good at all for her internal dialogue about yeah. cheating and yeah. all of that. It's yeah. terrible. But I'm surprised she, when she said she's a jealous girl, I'm surprised she hasn't been more onto him in a way kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. She, she, um, not sure about Tam, what her, you know, what they're, what they're like when we're not seeing them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened next? Um, oh, Jess and Mick arrive and, um, um, everyone's Separately. like, yeah, but it, oh, that's right. But everyone's like, oh, he came. Who's this guy? Like, he's, uh, you know, all tricked up, and everyone's um, shocked. And then Jess arrives and says hello to everyone, and straight away um, summons Martha for a chit chat. So straight away, you know, to the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, and sort of says to her that um, it's dead. It's dead. Surely they would have been having that via text, you know. It, it, I think this was acted out for the cameras. Yeah, Because okay. I think Martha's face, she looked like she was trying to act like she doesn't know what's coming next, but right. I think she was acting. 
did you think that that she had the acting face on like Hmm. Like, well, I'm not oh. sure whether much of her face moves, so I, I can never really tell. Well, she sort of just tried to look as though she was like, oh, if you know that face, right. that kind Pensive, of. Considering yeah, the yes. information that she yes, was just like, what, what could yeah. possibly come next? And so, um, <laughs> yeah, and then Martha, oh, I just put Martha acting clueless, which was like, oh, yeah, come on. Right. And then Cyrell decides, I mean, she's literally, I think, forgotten about Nick. She, all she's interested in is that, that there's a bit of lying going on maybe and she's going to get to the bottom of it No, you know, by hook or by crook. She's going yeah. to un, un, reveal all um, yep. yeah, about these two, what do you call them, sneaky, sneaky cheaters. I think it's interesting that she does see herself as the moral police on this stuff? Hmm. Well, I think it's just because she's so happy to not have Nick telling her she can't fight with anyone that she's using yeah, this opportunity right. to just jump to right off. back into to kick off yeah. because that she actually enjoys it, I think, in a, in a way. It is an adrenaline rush. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you, you just are a fight waiting for something to happen. Yeah, that's exactly right. And she, you know what she made me think of? You know in Pulp Fiction when, um, um, what's his name? Um, oh, John Travolta? No, no, the other one. Um, oh, well, it does the big speech. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just thought it's like she's like him. It's like the righteous, you know, the kind of the righteous. Oh, uh, I love that speech. That speech. It's the best speech ever in the best movie mm. ever, but um, I can't believe I can't think of his name. But anyway. Mm. No, okay, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Samuel <laughs> yes. Jackson. So I think Cyril has appointed herself the kind of the Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson Pulp Fiction role in um, the right. dinner party. Mm. Yeah. So um, then she sort of drags Jess aside and um, and then puts it on her that uh, how she'd said that a few dinner parties ago that she wanted to fuck Dan. Well, she didn't even drag her aside, didn't she? Do that in front of Ning. Um, like just sitting on the couch and then Jess yes, said, yes. oh, actually, I'd rather not have this conversation That's in front right. of somebody that, you know, wasn't saying nice things about me last week. Yeah, they'll have a chat They'll have a chat later. But it was like she's still – she's used that line a few times tonight, you know, about wanting to, you know, root Dan. And, um, and yeah. I thought – and it hasn't kind of got the – I think she expected it to get more outraged at the time. Right. You know, and it didn't. So, anyway, she'll, she saved it up. She's going to use it again. But then Billy, which we've actually forgotten about him, did you? Because I, I had completely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that was, um, you know, another little Billy scene of him saying he's alone and that he tried to leave. But, uh, you know, we don't really care. So, <laughs> at all. <laughs> no fucks given. Yeah. No, but then, um, oh, so he, but he told sort of everyone the story, and then um, Susie um, sort of comes in on her high horse. Um, you know that he he doesn't uh, he doesn't deserve the opportunity to talk to me, and I'm not interested. So she didn't even say hi to him. But I had literally forgotten about them. I was thinking that was it. That everyone was there. Surely it was all over. Yeah. yeah. So, but she said, um, oh, Billy said he'd been too nice and he's been fucked over, but I think he still wants her back. So it's a bit hard to tell what that poor boy's doing. Yeah. And it really actually troubles me watching his consideration of what's going on in his mind. Mm. Because you think if that's the external dialogue of (gasps) what's going on inside. Absolutely. Yep. There'd be one of those little treadmills and a a, a small creature on it. Um, So then if Cam, of course, Uncle Arthur makes the speech, here's to being harmonious. I've just put thanks, Dad, because, you know, like he's. Sit the fuck down. (laughs) That's all I can think. 
Like, who gives him the right in that fucking white suit to get up there? Like, if I had had red wine in my head, I would have had to have made sure I accidentally spilled something on that beautiful white suit. It just annoys me. Uh, Yeah, this is my (laughs) mean streak coming out. Clearly, I was in a bit of a mood tonight. Did he have white shoes on too? Because I just, I needed to see the the shoes. shoes, I know, but I I didn't see them. I feel like he would have had some weird ass shoes on. But but what I didn't like is that. Mm. um, this is Jules is now. I think she's. I think you said that she's maybe got him to grow the beard because she cannot yes, stop the fuck girl. playing with it. Yes. She was. He sat down from his speech and she's got her fingers in the beard, just giving him the twizzle. She's giving him a stretch, scratch earlier in the show. She's like that is all, that was gross. She's way. all up in his beard, and I wish he would stop. So, I reckon, and I'm not sure whether I've said this before, so tell me to shut up if I have. Mm. But I reckon if you line up every single one of her boyfriends, they have yes. all had beards. <laughs> I would just, I'd love to see. And I mean, you know when, <laughs> well, you know when the mother said that if you walked into a nightclub, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, wouldn't have gone up to him. him. And yeah. I thought it was a height thing, and I still think it is height. But I think she, they've been <laughs> all been tall, bearded men, and maybe they're like Arabic looking or something, because maybe she's always gone for kind of, you know, the swarthy. Um, sort of shake, you know, or something like who knows? But uh, and the funny thing was, um, Billy happened to be talking about his naked calendars, and Jules has jumped in and given Cam the big rating of the, you know, dick. Oh, the dickly wickly. I, I know. know. Like no, we don't want to know this. So she's announced to the world that he will be hopefully bearing, helping her bear children because he's got a massive schlong. Which we don't want to know about, Jules. Sorry. No. no. And and he's a tiny man. <laughs> Does that mean it's not in proportion? Shall we Is call that... him tripod from now on? <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, anyway. So that was just way too much information. And um, Yeah. Um, so then I think Nick and Cyrell had a bit of a chat and Nick was really hurt that, you know, you took your ring off and, um, I'm in shock kind of thing. And, yeah. and then so Cyrell's trying to make it about how, you know, she was hurt that he didn't fight for that, you know, he walked away. And yeah. it's like, she just walked off from that nature, the, the, the discussion they had on the nature strip, which she didn't even like There's cry. no tear. There no. was nothing. No. So that was weird. Not a tear to be seen. Well, Nick said it was the longest we've gone without a fight and, you know, I miss your company. And mum has still then said, oh, and gone back to her shopping list. So she was over then. She was over Heidi. So they were the two Paula I'm out spots um, for the night. Oh, and it's so oh, – I did – buy into the whole Nick Sorrell thing. Well, I did because I thought I feel really bad for Nick, but I'm a bit upset with Sorrell because I've been a bit of yeah. a fan. So, so mm, well, we both have. We've yeah. had her in a love pile from the very beginning, haven't we? Yeah, totes. Mm, so that was a bit confronting. Yeah, we might have to do some piles tonight and reshuffle the pack. Yes. And then, um, oh, then we had uh, Tam Dan. Um, and Dan tells, tells everyone about the lunch that he had with Tam's auntie and cuz. And thinks that they liked him. And then Mike asked Tam if she likes him. And it was really weird. Like, it was a weird thing to ask. So do you think Mike maybe suspects that Tam doesn't, uh, that Dan doesn't like Tam and she, he was just testing the water? But the fact that he asked Tam, it was a bit weird. So I thought, because I think he asked Tam. Yeah, asked Tam, did she like Dan? Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. 
Maybe. Well, you know, Mike always thinks that sex is the solution to everything. So he's probably just done that so that he can then give the advice (laughs) that you need to go off and root and it'll all be fine. Heidi will have a fucking conniption if oh. that's what's going on, but he'll get his little packet of Band-Aids with sex written on it. Yeah, the exactly. So don't worry, Tim. Just use these. You'll be right. Yes. So Dan's still confused, doesn't know which one. He's playing both sides. So not true. But no, that's right. And then Jess um, and, and Dan, they get into a bit of platter flirting. There's a bit of a can you pass the platter and there's a bit of a leaning over and a bit of the eye connection and, of course, they're sitting almost opposite each other again. Oh, by the way, great audio on that because they've taken the long shot down the table. Is yep. that the one? Yes. And, and they have got them crystal clear yep. in their audio. And it is one of the most fun things to watch because it's like we're not meant to be watching this private little tete-a-tete. Love. Wasn't it great? Love. Yeah. Love. And so then um, I noticed that uh, Cyrell's watching the whole interchange and she's already interviewed Mick basically earlier, you know, sort of drilled down on, you know, how he's feeling and everything. So she's got her ammunition ready. Like I'm loving – she's actually done – she's been a bit of a journo tonight. She's done research. She's interviewed Mick. Then – Jess sort of starts the flirting, brings up, you know, that she's into sports and the AFL and blah, blah, blah. And uh, and Tam notices – Dan flirting and asked her to fix, uh, asking to fix her dress. But do you notice she oh, called yeah. him doll and he'd already said, please, you know, don't, don't call do me that. that. Mm. So can you fix my dress, doll? And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, you're not kind of, you're not falling into the cues that he, the cue cards that he's handed you, you earlier. So that's no good. But then, yep. um, but then Jess sort of says that she, she doesn't like hurting Tam. So they're both kind of saying they don't want to hurt the other person. But they will be. Do you think that's because that's what we're meant to say as human beings, that we don't want to hurt other people? Or do you think they genuinely don't want to hurt anybody? Well, they kind of, I mean, who knows what's genuine, but they almost feel, to me, it almost feels like they're both saying the same thing and it's like they uh, they feel like by keeping it secret they're not hurting them. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like a- pretending there's no internet, you know what I mean? It's like there's televisions, there's, there's you know, people will see eventually, even if it's not now, but yeah. maybe, maybe they think they'll be out of there by then and they won't have to face the music or something. <laughs> That's a bit odd because they know they're on TV. Yeah, I know. There's music to be faced. It's yes. Just, but I think that's where that mitigating statement of, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody because they can point to that and go, oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And so I think it's just the thing people say when mm. they're trying to, trying to get away with something. Oh, maybe. Okay, yeah, well, I don't really know. I'm not really practised in that, but I sort of think, I just think they're kidding themselves and it's um, when they, and both of them have said, I think at some point, oh, I'm not a cheater, I'm, I'm never a cheater. And it's like. But you're kind of doing that now. So anyway, you know, they do, you do you, I sort of want to say to them, but, you know. Yeah. Um, so then I think they chatted about the Ning phone call in bed, which was just awkward, awful. I can't believe they're talking about that at the table because, I mean, we thought it was yeah. awful, but then they brought it up and Ning looks like she wants to die. Well, you would, wouldn't you? And yeah. sometimes, uh, I don't know, I mean, that shit, shit happens, and you do think afterwards. Oh, yeah, I probably should, probably shouldn't have taken the phone call. But You're see, right. I, th- I think she took it because she was avoiding. Like, I, yeah, I honestly yeah, yeah. think it was a. You know, yeah, mm. I think you're right. Yeah, but. But what you don't need is scrutiny about that. Oh no, I know. So, 
but he was still being kind of buoyant and like non-mark like so he's just had a complete like I don't know it's it's kind of incredible that he's just so upbeat at the moment maybe because she's not being literally horrible to him that's all it took oh for sure yeah mm, mm. Um, what happened next? Um, uh, oh, Cyrell asked Dan um, about Tam, and that's when he said he was, you know, not a cheater or to the camera, I think. You know, never been a cheater, but Jess intrigues me. And then they go off for their secret drink to the room that is obviously just off the dining table room. Yep. I'm wondering if they have someone on the door that says, if anyone comes in here for a little talk to camera moment, no one else is allowed, you are not allowed to walk in or something. It would have to be police, really. It has to be. Yep. It has to be. So um, when Jess comes back, um, is it there? Oh, yeah. Cyril straight away sort of said, where are you at? You know, you've been gone for hours or something. But Jess has no lipstick on. It's clear that she has... She's been kissing. I thought she had pash rash. She had pash rash. She did. I've got here pash rash, literally. <laughs> and so no one has cottoned on to this. She's, she's had her perfect lips for the whole the series. Whole yeah. The whole series, let alone that night, comes back yeah. from being away with Dan for, I mean, Cyril said three hours, but surely it couldn't have been. Sure. Comes back and no one says anything and no one literally even notices her non-lipstick and pash rash. So I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, and look, that probably would have tipped Cyril over the edge if that was the. Yeah. I know. I'm just amazed it didn't, unless they were just like, oh, I don't know. There was a plan of how the night had to unfold. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But you know what I think is really interesting, and I've mm. seen this in a few relationships, friends that I know. Mm. The definition of cheating is different mm. for everybody. Yes, and that's to me, right. if you are sending texts behind somebody's back, meeting up without telling your partner, and you're effectively jumping on them, like he just jumped on her and, and patched yeah. up. Yeah. Um, that to me, that's a the definition of cheating because yeah. it's subversive behaviour. Yeah. So when does that? When does it become cheating for that dude? I think they're talking about rooting. I think they don't think they've cheated unless they've actually done the deed. So all this is just like talking to people. It's not. It doesn't even count. See, but this is the emotional cheating, and mm. I reckon this is the it's worst. worst. It's worse. That's exactly right. But it's almost like I mean, they both have mentioned that they feel bad about it, which is interesting because Ines had none of that. She was gloating and was so happy. Remember when? Um, Poor Elizabeth, you know, she just yeah. was off on another level, whereas these two repeatedly are saying, oh, you know, it's not what I normally do and I don't feel good about it and I don't want to hurt hurt people and I don't want to hurt the – well, Dan doesn't want to hurt Tam. And sure. he, he sounds like he doesn't, you know, but it's just uh, – so the, Ines was on another a whole other level of just pathological yes. bitchery. Yep. But, uh, yes. Psychological terms. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then we got um, Cyril yelling at the table uh, because she's had the chat with Jess, doesn't get the answer she wants, so she then decides to just throw it out there. But and does, we get oh, – sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I, th- I thought that was interesting because it looked to me like just – so they'd been away yeah. behind the scenes, having yeah. this thing, and it escalated. Yes. And just walked away, and I think she knew it was on for young and old then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they could have literally stayed out the back. She could have tried to control herself and whatever. But as soon as she kicked off, yeah. it was going to kick off big time, which yeah. I find interesting because surely at some point you would have gone, oh, fuck, if I kick off, everyone's going to know about it. That's this. right. That's right. And so, I mean, Jess was kind of putting out a few of her kind of, um, you know, the kind of logic and, and 
and came up with, I thought, was like a, another one which maybe the production people gave to her. But she, um, Cyril had said, you weren't to sleep down the other week. And she was trying to change the timeline and say, oh, oh no, okay. that was based on him abusing, you know, my family. But Cyril said, bullshit, that was before that happened. And so she's yep. kept like a freaking timeline of what's actually gone on. Yeah. You know, and that's when um, Jess realised, oh, dear, I'm, I have someone I'm here who is going to blow, yeah. blow my cover. Yeah. Um, and then she yelled at the table, you know, the, the, to everyone that um, Jess wanted to uh, bleep Dan. Um, and then the music, um, just in case anyone's interested, tense yes. music, tense, tense music. So, uh, But what happened to Tamara at that time? She just sort of sits there with this dull look on her face I know you know just sort of looking at her like wouldn't you have stood up and said right that's it well even before that when Tam and and I mean when Jess and Dan have disappeared and had their drink and kiss and whatever yeah wouldn't Tam be bursting in like she's seen them both leave this is the bit that shits me because Mm. if this was a soap opera that's when someone bursts through the door, you know, what yeah. are you two doing together? Yeah. Or whatever. One of those then, novellas. Yeah, then the other <laughs> two face the camera like behind each other so they're having a conversation but they're not actually facing each other, which I love more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we robbed of all those opportunities. So she just sits at the table like a freaking, you know, sap. Yes. Yep. It's no good. Yeah, see, if the producers, I hope you're listening, mm. um, actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, had any pre-thought about it. Okay, so last year was the cheating scandal and the flip-floppery, which was brilliant. Okay, yes. That was great. Yes. Well done, Dean. Yes. Um, but this year they needed to take it to another level. So if they had have had at this stage Tam walk in mm. to them kissing mm. and had found them, that would have taken it to another level. I don't think that they've taken it to another level. I think that they've just sort of wandered around in the mud a bit and got a bit dirty. and. But I think it's intentional because right. Tam, uh, because um, Jess and Dan have arranged to meet up when they're like, um, you know, in, like next week or whatever to okay. meet up and have a day together. Yeah. And that's we have to see that day because remember when in last season when Dean and Tracy went and had sort of a bit of a drink together, yeah. we need that sort of scene of the two of them actually right. being out. And, and So they're, right. not letting, they're not letting anything actually bust up until that has happened, until right. there's some sort of evidence of them meeting up. So they've just got to pretend that no one's actually knowing what's going on. And so I real kind of fucked it up because, you know, they'll be like, no, no one's supposed to know well, yet. That's you the thing. Know. How could Tam possibly let him go? away anywhere in a fake funeral in Ibiza or something. Well, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> uh, uh, uh. well, I'm just wanting to be in the cab on the way home, in the car on the way back to their apartment, the conversation <laughs> then. And we don't get to see that. Like that would be the best no, bit. True. So then um, Jess grabs, summons Martha over for a sidebar and, yeah. um, and proceeds to kind of not actually tell her in so many words that she's um, been talking to Dan. And Martha just doesn't get it. But I think she's bad acting then. Like, did, right. did you think? Did you think Martha knew it was because she was acting really dumb? Well, I kept thinking to myself, I'm just surprised. That she doesn't know all the dirty details because that's what you do with your girlfriends. You let them in. Exactly. And I would have thought that she, because Martha um, was at the dinner party when Dan first arrived, so she knew that Jess had the hots for him. And I would have thought she'd be saying, oh, have you guys, you know, because she she must have known that they had the the chit-chat at the last dinner party. 
So she's pretending that she knows nothing. And again, my, my theory is that the producers don't want them to act on it until for another week. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. poor Martha is a pawn in this non-acting game and is not doing very well at it either. No. Well, I don't think she's got any interest in home and away or neighbours. Mm. That's my tip. No, she's got insta. She wants insta life. Insta fame. Yeah, insta yeah. fame. So then we had Heidi just giving Dan a bit of a serve because, you know, the, her trust issues. And so Trush had a bit of a, you know, couples who are loved up don't want betrayal because it makes them, you know, more aware of what could happen to them. So Heidi was giving him a bit of a, an ear bashing. Yeah, and that just looked uncomfortable. He was not interested in that whatsoever, no, was he? No, it's like, no. I mean, I mean, when you've had someone on the couch who's clearly got ma- massive issues telling you how you should be um, – living your life it's kind of like no yeah that's real life though yeah people like to do that Mm, i suppose (coughs) excuse me i suppose so then um oh then cam got to have his shock face again because um (laughs) martha asked um tam you know um how she sort of felt about dan was that it what did martha ask tam was it something um Yes, like, um, oh, not are you upset. But or how are you feeling about had, this or something yeah. like that. And she was going all red in the chest and yeah, and all then, upset, wasn't she? But they flashed to Cam doing his shocked face, you know, which he sort of mm. holds for like a couple of seconds longer than you would if it was a real shocked face. So I love yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. And, yeah, um, the producers must just love him because he'll literally perform like a monkey. Or he again, is. He's got the do. little grinder, organ grinder, little yeah. um, handle out his back. Yes. But Tam goes and gets um, um, wants to have a sit down with um, Jess. And you notice that even before she's out of her chair, she's saying, I'm not going to grill you. Like it's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to oh, no. straight away negating any kind of hand she had, you know, in being, having the upper hand. Not at all. Gave it away straight away. Absolute, yeah. Yeah, and so of course Jess denies saying it, and um, and and then asks her, "Tam, are you happy with Dan?" And it's just like, oh, Tam is so oblivious. Her only response is, <laughs> "You know, are you asking these questions because you want to make a move on him?" It's like, uh, what? Have you not seen what's been going on? Like. Oh, so that all seemed really scripted, I thought, that whole section of the dinner party because Cyrell has brought things to a head a bit sooner. Than oh, so you think the producers were scrambling at that point? Well, see, I think if Cyrell and Nick go home on Sunday, they won't be able to have the Cyrell blow up at the dinner party. So they've had the blow up, but then the damage control from that is like we're not quite ready for it though. So yeah, you have right. your blow up and then we'll just pat it down. Don't yeah. admit to anything, like admit nothing, which Jess and Dan didn't. And the partners weren't jumping in in any way aggressively. Not at all. No, so they just put it on ice. Like, can we just put it on ice until next Thursday? Yeah. Is that okay? okay. Or Wednesday, okay. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that Got was it. my feeling. And Got then it. the best thing of all, well, it was my favourite thing of the night, only because it would have pissed Cam off. Dan, yeah. get, Dan gets up and makes a speech. <laughs> Was that not obtuse? What happened there? Well, I think he was wanting to change the subject of the whole evening, but it was more like all I thought was, oh, Cam, he's going to be gutted because he's the speech maker. Yes. You yeah. know, so yeah. that was it. That was, He finished the uh, the night with a, a friendly, cheery greeting, or, you know, ch- uh, cheersing from Dan, and it was like, wow, that's not how you would have expected that night to finish. And well, so all we have no. are the experts saying that there's going to be a lot of fallout. And it's like, well, shouldn't it have happened like now? But no. 
Yeah, look, and he was just the wrong person. I mean, it couldn't have been more weird if Farmer Wants a Wife had got up yeah. and said, oh, this has been a great time and a great night. And but no on one everybody. looked kind of like because he does seem to have a bit of um, gravity about him, I suppose, or something. You know, no one was kind of looking at him like, oh, what are you doing standing up? They were all kind of like, oh, you know, know. yeah. So I think Cam is probably worrying now that he's been usurped by a, um, a, a more alpha version of himself. So... Look out. Yeah, I see. I wouldn't put Cam in the alpha camp anyway. No, no, but I mean, Dan is more like, oh, yes. yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah um, Cam is more echo, maybe. I'm just going down the, uh, the um, airline <laughs> alphabet. Yes. Yeah, not alpha at all. But um, Jules, <laughs> being, as, being as competitive as she is, she won't have liked, I think, the fact that Dan gave a speech when it's her man's oh, job. So she'll nobble Dan for exactly, sure. Or she'll just <laughs> shove Cam forward and, like, push him, you know, like, quick. I'm, I'm suspecting every time Cam stands up that it's actually Jules who's gone, quick, say a speech. Maybe she's got her Get hand up, up his, like. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Mm. But actually the. Both of them give me the creepoids, but maybe I'm the only one because I know oh, a no. lot of people love the love. But... Yeah, no, I'm not loving the love and I'm actually loving yeah. the cracks and I'm hoping that they have a few more like um, little chinks before the end of the thing. Can we go shooting again? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or something else that she, um, like an interior decor kind of competition <laughs> or challenge or something. <laughs> oh, I would yeah. love it. Maybe, oh, they'll what? do the block. Oh, that's my what'll God. Yes. That's so perfect. I is think it's a, is that the same network? I think it might yes, be. Yes, that's why. Oh, <laughs> my God. That could happen, V. I know. Please, mm. no. Please, somebody stop that. Yeah, I couldn't it stand it. There'd be too much kissy, smoochy facing. Ugh. So, but we, um, could, we could see the uh, cracks showing there. Yes, the competitive cracks. I'm loving it. Loving yeah. it. And that, so that's it. That was the night. But it was not. It was pretty fireworky. Are we? Yeah. Are we going to do love hate debate? Should we? Yeah. Let's. Okay. Oh, do, oh! Do, <laughs> I always forget who's who. Where's my thing? <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. <coughs> We've me. got. Uh, let's see. Half of them are gone. It's some. It's a, you've got to spot the survivor. Um. I say Heidi and Mike. They can go first. Yeah, they do go first because they're pretty boring. Yeah. And I'm going to put. I'm going to put him. All right. Well, he was in love last week and he hasn't done anything to have him taken out, so he's in love. Ooh. And Heidi is in debate. Ah, yeah, well, I'm the same as I was last week, which I don't really want to say, but Mike's in love and Heidi's in hope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi's in, sorry, muffled microphone. Um, <laughs> then we've got uh, Ning and Mark. Uh, they're in love. Yeah, they're Both in love. Them. Yeah, same. Yeah. What about Jules and Cam? Uh, just debate. I'm just not. Can't deal. I'm, I'm hate, hate. Sorry, I can't be bothered. It's like hate, I'm, hate. I'm not even going to pretend. I'm not going to pretend. It's like, yes, it's, I only like them when they're fighting, so it's, it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Not enough at all. What about Martha and Michael? Um, I'm, Michael is a 10 out of 10 for me too. Yeah. Uh, so he's in love and yep. she's in debate. There's nothing necessarily to hate, but that fucking dress can get burned with yeah. all the other fashion <laughs> items. So that dress is going oh, to hate. Exactly. You know what we should do is, and actually I'd pay money to see this, I'd go to a fashion parade with all the shitty 
outfits oh. from this season of maths. That'd be a great little fundraiser, I reckon. Martha's hat number one. Martha's hat, Martha's dress. Yep. Camp Ning's dicky bow tie. Ning's car wash, uh, the gay Mardi Gras dress. That was <laughs> yeah, that was the right. worst. My God. Oh, my oh God. and um, Loz's jumpers. She had all those jumpers that were just like, yeah. yeah and Jules's bedazzled jeans, which oh, yeah. we now think they might two be two pairs. pairs. Yeah, they're breeding. <laughs> they're breeding. <gasps> That's so awful that they're Fashion breeding and, and Cam and Jules aren't yet, but the jeans are. <laughs> um, yeah, so then what about Billy and Susie? Uh, he's in debate and she's in hate. Um, I'm putting them both in hate because I just can't be bothered. Yep. I'm, yeah, I lost interest in those two and I actually forgot they existed until they walked in. I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, look, I only hope he gets to do another set of lines as his uh... – Oh, sh- show reel. <laughs> show yeah. Reel. Oh. Yeah, for some future show. And last but not least, Tam Dan. Uh, Tam's in debate because she just needs to wise the fuck up. Yeah. And Dan's in hate. He's just manipulative little bastard. Yeah. Yep. Agree, agree, couldn't agree more. Oh, well, we have got some um, <gasps> Cyril and Nick. Oh, my God. Oh. You know what we should have done is a, a whiteboard with like a, the, with the, the loves oh, yeah. and hates so we could see if we're like a graph because, you know, I'm a stat, I love the stats. We have got yes. no idea what we started off with them as probably. We might be able to remember. But anyway, Maybe. yes. Mm. Um, uh, oh, and Jess and Mick. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about them too. Oh, I couldn't even see them on my sheet. Sorry. Everyone. Okay, so so we'll do. Um, Nick is a love, and a Cyril is in. Ooh. Actually, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to put her in debate. Yeah, same. I can't put her in hate, but I'm no. very unhappy with her this week. Yes. Yeah. And Jess and Nick. Oh, Farmer wants a wife is in hate, mm. and Jess. I, I sort of think she's still a bit cute. Yeah. And she's in my love poem. She's in, oh, I've still got her in debate, but my mum keeps saying what's wrong with her lips, which I just love because mum's not up with all the filler <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, oh, mum, it's just a thing. But yeah, I know they're huge, aren't they? But yeah, I know. And like, she literally can't believe it. So anyway. Well, yes. Dan's right into him. He even said tonight, oh, you've got great lips. I, I know. I know. Well, I think that was literally after mum had said, what is with her lips? And then yeah, Dan's right. gone, you've got great lips. And I said, see, some people like him. You can't count yeah. it. For taste, taste. But, um, mm. so that's that. Another another um, night um, done and dusted. Another dinner party. Yes. So um, thanks to all our listeners, and especially well, not especially. We just shout out to all the ones that are from afar than um, here. We love that. Love it. Other countries. <laughs> Anybody who's not us, I greatly appreciate because literally, yes, <laughs> I just thought Shari and I'd be yakking away because. Uh, I think last year, and certainly for Batch, uh, it was we just talk about it afterwards, and we go, "Oh, we should we should record this." Yeah, uh, for no reason other than <laughs> uh, I don't even know why. Why did we? But anyway, we did love our Batchy chats until V got bored with it and didn't want to do um, what was her name? Um, oh, Ali. Uh, Ali, that's right. And I'm but, very glad that we didn't do. But Ali. I'm twisting her arm, so we're going to do the um, the next Batchy. For Definitely sure. do next batchy, but I want to do that. Um, not 
not Bachelor. Uh, what's the um, – Oh, um, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. I That's don't the wanna, best one. That's the I best. I don't want to do that. but It's the best one. It? It's because people – it's actually like more like real life but a bit microcosm. It's like what Married at First Sight should be, that if you, you know, you sort of hook up with someone and you don't really, you know, it doesn't work out, you just go and find another one. And, and it all shifts around and there's all – People cry on that show more yeah. than it's the best. I <laughs> so how is it. it different to Love Island? Is it just that the characters have to be pre-Bachelor? Um, they've got to be pre-Bachelor, yeah, okay. so they just draw them from that. Because um... I did watch Love Island last year and that I was can't, great. I've watched Love Island. I can't remember. the. I loved Love Island. Oh, but Love Island, what's the difference, I suppose? Um, the Yeah, the same premise. They all want them to, to pair up. So basically it so, is the same. Yes, it is the um, same. beachside, alcohol, yeah. good-looking yeah. people All in bikinis. And... Yeah, and, and because they're consenting adults and um, they just, they're, they've, given, <laughs> they've signed a form that allows them to have broken hearts and break other hearts. So it's way more interesting. But anyway, oh, and that was Sophie Monk, wasn't it? it was, that was um, Sophie Monk, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's always funny. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, we, any of those we, we'll um, be happy to chat about if they um, come up. Sounds and, good. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, shout out to everyone. And, oh, um, the other thing I was going to say was that yeah. um, what's that show? If um, What is it, the um, Ch- Chinese show? Um, we got the message about it. I can't remember the name of it that I've watched. Oh. Or Japanese show. Or no, no, it is a Chinese, Chinese show. show. Yeah. And Nikki from if you Shanghai. Are the one. If, you, yes. yeah, if you are the one. And, yes, have Nikki. You, you have watched that, haven't I've you? I've watched it many times with subtitles. I absolutely freaking love it. And um, those girls are so freaking picky um, because they all want a tall Chinese guy and there aren't that many of them. That's what my take out from oh, that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Never seen it, but I, I – Well, we had an Australian version. We had Joel Creasy hosting the Australian version. That's the Australian version. That's the Australian version, right. but it was called something else, which – and I love Joel Creasy more than like myself. So, But yeah. it wasn't quite as – it wasn't as kooky as the Chinese one. So, yeah, no, that is a definite – it's on the list. And when I remember to look at SBS, it's there, and I love it. So thanks for that reminder. Yes, very That's good. That's it, yes. All right, All right so everyone. Sunday night. Should be dramatic. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Ciao for now. Bye.